0: everybody this is the simpson show i'm robbie with my co-host matt and we are here to talk about the simpsons from the beginning matt how are you
1: i am fantastic i wish i could stay in a millionaire's home for uh, a week or so i mean you live in a millionaire's home look at that! you're a
0: giant palatial mansion you live in
1: yes my twelve hundred has 100 square foot tiny little home
0: eh, uh, it's not that tiny you got a good uh-huh. size house no
1: Uh, I mean, it's decent. It's great for two people. I mean, if we had kids, we'd be screwed. But for two people, it's pretty great.
0: I mean, you also have like 14 animals in your house at any given time, Matt. Hey, at the moment, we only have 10 at
1: the moment. (laughs) So I'm not that far off is what you're saying. You're not that far (laughs) off because we only have three foster kittens at the moment instead of the usual... I think last time we had five, so yeah, that's true. We, we'd be closer to that if we had a mom and kittens this time, or if, like we did last time.
0: Yeah, if you had a couple of cats instead of
1: uh-huh. eight,
0: let's say, or nine, or ten, or eleven. Um, <laughs> hi, guys! We are brought to you by supporters on Patreon. You support us by going to Patreon Patreon slash The Simpsons Show for only two dollars a month. Gain access to all of our bonus content. We have a couple people to thank, Matthew
1: you mean the best people in the world all right i do
0: daniel slonaker daniel thank you very much thank you daniel and uh nicola Nic- i assume it's nicola thank you nicola thank you nicola um i'm i'm back i'm settled in austin texas and uh we're we're good to go for the foreseeable future back on our regular schedule um we'll see what rolls around when christmas Rears its head when the holidays rear its head, and we'll see what our scheduling is then. But for now, for, for, I mean, we're probably sticking every back back to our normal weekly schedule. Thank you for being patient uh, and uh, and waiting for me to move across the country. On to this week's episode. It is The Mansion Family, episode B A B 8 originally aired January 23rd, 2000, written by John Swartzwater, directed by Michael Polchino. This is his first episode. He directed it. First of many, take Matt's silence as tacit agreement that he loves this episode and he loves Pulcino's directing.
1: Yeah, that's what I was going for. I, I wasn't trying to, you know, calm myself for the sanity of this episode of, I guess we could call it television.
0: I, I'm, I'm looking forward to this already, Matt. I feel like I, I've had a lot of rage to give in our recent episodes, and this one I feel like I'm actually relatively calm about.
1: That's true, there's not a lot of rage involved in this one It's just not very good
0: Oh, I don't know about all that Uh, It was uh, had a Nielsen rating of 11.2 Approximately 11.3 million viewing households It tied with Becker for 14th place Compared to the Season average of 37th It was the third highest rated show on Fox That week following The NFC Championship post-game show (laughs) What are, you, what are you laughing
1: at, Matt? No, no, keep going. What's so funny? The the post-show. No one watches the post-show.
0: I mean, I think they uh, don't count the football game itself because it wasn't primetime. Right. But the post-game show was primetime, so that's why I think they it, it counted. That's my guess. I don't know. Uh, and behind that, and Malcolm in the Middle. Malcolm in the Middle still holding strong, doing a good job.
1: Malcolm the Middle's quality at this point had far succeeded er, uh, The Simpsons.
0: Yeah, probably. I haven't watched Malcolm the Middle in a long, 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 long time, but I'm willing to bet you're right. The chalkboard gag, class clown is not a paid position.
1: <laughs> I mean, if it was, Bart would actually have, be able to have a you know a real job. I'm amazed they haven't actually done that as a plot yet. You know, it's a good point.
0: I mean, they he's become a they. They've had Homer as a clown and Bart as Krusty's sidekick, but no apprentice clown. The couch gag. Marge and Homer are children. while Bart and Lisa are adults. Maggie is a baby doll in Homer's arms. Homer reaches for the remote control, but Lisa slaps it away from him.
1: That's right, little almost baby Homer.
0: Yeah, I mean, the adults get the remote. It's the rules. Exactly. Um, the episode begins. With the Springfield Pride Awards, I, sh- I should say. The episode guest stars, Britney Spears. as herself. Because she's right in the beginning of the episode. Because we are at the Springfield Pride Awards, and we are uh, getting, uh, we, I don't know. Uh, un- I don't, I don't, I guess, I, the, this is a strange concept to me. I, it, like, civic award show for a town the size of Springfield? Yeah, it seems like Springfield's a little too big for that, but, you know, Springfield's f- size does fluctuate. I guess that's the thing. It, it, it's big enough or small enough for any occasion. So, and all, But, I mean, the, for the fact that it has Britney Spears. But we we meet the hosts, which are Kent Brockman and Britney Spears. Britney Spears is the only one who get cheered because she's the only one anyone knows or even cares about. And we are watching uh, this award show, which is effectively like a, civics award, a Civic Award show for... The residents of Springfield for awards that are passed out to people for doing things in the town, like Marge gives the most blood. And, and that, it's
1: still woozy from uh, getting over the top of the last person, I, I take it.
0: Yeah, I guess so. Um, but we, it's focused on Homer
1: early on. Um,
0: Homer wants an award. He he he, he keeps waiting. He's like, I'm, I, I want an award. I want it. I, I need something. And everyone is getting an award, and eventually they focus in on this, was it, Springfield's oldest resident, who is initially Cornelius Chapman, a person we've never met before. Um, we get a highlight reel for Cornelius Chapman, which is pretty impressive that they managed to get this footage from throughout his life. Always managed to be a camera around him. Yeah. I I think this is actually... This one part is the thing I like the least in this whole episode. Really? This is what you like the least? Alright. This highlight reel. It it feels incredibly unneeded. (laughs) I don't don't need to see a highlight reel for Cornelius Chapman. Because Cornelius Chapman goes on stage, gets a kiss from Britney Spears, and immediately
1: dies. Uh, Which... It's a solid
0: gag He gets kissed by a pretty girl and dies immediately
1: But It's what happens to old men, you know
0: I don't, not not necessarily But uh, because Cornelius Chapman dies They have to pass on the award to the next oldest man Next oldest person Next oldest resident of Springfield And that just happens to be Mr. Burns
2: And now Springfield's oldest citizen He is like totally venerable
3: Cornelius Chapman (laughs)
2: Well, I guess we should have expected that. Well, this award has to go to somebody. Would everyone who is 60 or older please stand up? Over 80? 90? 100 years old?
3: Homer, sit down. What's that, Sonny?
2: This is all so sudden. Don't give me that kiss of death, you black widow. Boy, he didn't want to let go of that. <laughs> okay, let's see. I, I don't have a speech prepared, but uh, abracadaver! Thank you all so much. I love Springfield. From the cuddliest infant to the... Puppies, patriotism, bluebirds. I'm not reading
0: this drivel. This speech is over. <laughs> so, Mr. Burns is now the oldest man in Springfield. I would also like to point out that abracadabra is an amazing pun. There is, that's the thing. Matt, you say that this episode isn't very good. But I found, I, I, I think the writing, I meaning like the jokes in it, the gags in it are frankly great. I think they are great. I think they're funny and clever and are multi-layered, like the best Simpsons jokes, um, including Abracadaver. Multi-layered, huh? Uh, yes. I I think in some cases, yes, multi-layered. However, okay.
1: there is no story or plot. See, that's my problem with it. You're, you're right. The, the jokes are pretty good. I mean, Monkey Knife Fight alone, when we get to it, is pretty great. Uh, and you know the I, I still use the MLB you know ir- implied oral consent rather than express written kind of thing.
0: Yes, and it's just that those jokes are all this episode is. There is nothing else yeah. in this thing. There it is. There's no story like it is an excuse for the jokes. Um, so Burns is now the the oldest man in Springfield. He decides because he's getting up there in age, man. Now that he's the oldest man in town.
1: He's over a hundred He is over a hundred years old. years old. It is time
0: for him to get a medical checkup. He decides to go to the Mayo Clinic, and he decides he needs a house sitter, and he decides that that man should be Homer Simpson.
2: Oh, now that I'm the town's oldest man, I'm starting to realize I'm not a young man anymore. I have to start taking better care of myself. You know, I haven't had a medicinal checkup in ages. Sir, you deserve the finest doctors in the world. I'm taking you to the Mayo Clinic in Minnesota. Very well, but... I'll need someone to watch my house. Who's that fella who always screws up and creates havoc? Homer Simpson, sir. Yes, the way I figure it, he's due for a good performance. Yeah. Now, if the house catches fire, I want you to call this number. uh uh-huh, the
3: fire department.
2: Yes, they're new, but they're good. Sir, we should get going.
3: Don't worry about it! Thing. We'll take good care of your house. Look at me. I'm a billionaire.
1: Oh. I forgot my. It's got to be a record and how long it took him to destroy something.
0: Yeah, for the record, that is, uh Homer has slid down the banister and f- flown butt first into a. Not, Into a painting and then into, I assume, into a wall, because that painting is not, like, a foot
1: deep. No, no. I mean, he has definitely broken through the drywall there.
0: (laughs) And Burns Mansion has drywall?
1: I mean, most houses do.
0: I mean, you're probably right. It just feels like a mansion. The, The entranceway of a mansion, the first thing you wouldn't walk in on is not drywall.
1: I mean, it, it could be lined with wood. A lot of fancy mansions are lined with wood, but they're, they're not real wood. They're fake wood. So, you know, they, either way, it's it's easy for Homer to break through it. Homers, don't ever question the strength of Homer's butt. <laughs> exactly. Homer syndrome also applies to the butt. Absolutely. it's It can get just wobbled by surgical two by fours all day long.
0: No problem whatsoever.
1: Exactly. But with that, we uh, go to commercial. And when we come back, we find that uh, the Simpsons are exploring the house. Uh, First up, we have Marge and Homer uh, checking out the bedroom, which I guess is Mr. Burns' bedroom, which is a little creepy because I figure if there's a mansion, there's probably at least a spare bedroom they can use and not sleep in his. But it's probably the nicest one, so hey. Uh, Not to mention it's not creepy because uh, his bed gets destroyed every single day. There's a little lever on the wall that uh, you just hit it and boom. uh, His current bed falls into an incinerator and a new bed just pops out of the wall. Which I gotta say, refilling that must be a real pain in the butt. Like, I, I'm sure he pays guys to do it, but still, that that must be a pain.
0: See, that's the thing, Matt. He doesn't actually put new beds in there. It creates beds out of matter, out of raw matter.
1: So, do they put in raw materials, and he's got like a special 3D printer that just builds the bed for him? Basically, yeah. Okay, see, now that makes sense. So you just load up some two by fours, some no, 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 no,
0: no, no. You're still thinking too. You're thinking too small, Matt. It like it's just. It's just like carbon. It's just it's just raw like it's raw elements.
1: That's ambitious for now, let alone back then. Wow, I mean Burns is a rich man; he can afford impo- future technology. Future, t-
0: <laughs> he can afford technology that doesn't exist.
1: Uh, yes. Uh, also, in Mister Burns' bedroom, uh, there is a mechanical dressing machine.
3: A mechanical dressing, Deely. Watch this, Marge. Oh, oh, oh.
1: Now I'm ready to hit the town. I really just captured that because I wanted to get Homer's screams of pain, the mechanical addressing thing, because that's what would happen. It is it, this
0: this sequence, like everything like this is only kind of emphasizing how plotless this episode is because Burns goes to get a medical go Burns. This is literally what happens in this episode. Burns goes to the doctor and the Simpsons Play like the rich folk, that and that's it. There's yeah, no, nothing. Basically. Nothing else happens. There's no. There's no arc. No one learns anything. Like they really try to shoehorn a Homer arc in there. It there that you ain't fooling me, Simpsons. Uh, that that's there's no Homer arc in this. Like and this is literally just us following them around and then messing with fake, fake rich people machines like the bed and the mechanical dressing machine, and. Uh, Bart trying to find safes like it's all just jokes they just went like what's fun like a, a fun gags we could put in the birds mansion yep and I don't I've been thinking about it and I don't think that's I think when it's executed like the jokes are as executed as well as they are in this episode I'm kind of okay with it
1: well, that's true. I mean, especially if we're comparing it to other season 11 episodes, uh, you know, that wander aimlessly. This at least knows what it is.
0: Yeah, it's pretty actually pretty focused in that it just wants to give you jokes. It's like a better family, one of the better family guy episodes where like in episodes like that, where it's just like, hey, I'm. we just want to tell you jokes for, for 20 minutes. You're like, OK, I get it. I'm fine with it. I understand.
1: Yeah, it's it's actually it can be pretty good. I mean, I'm pretty sure that uh, Mars versus the Monorail is the prototyp- prototypical version of this, and this is obviously not that good, but it, it's in that vein. And, and, you know, you're making me turn around on this, Robbie. It's actually not that bad, if that's all you're looking for. I mean,
0: it's very in, Like, we read that, his True. book, we read that book. He's written a lot of books, but we read one of them. And that was in my mind the entire time I was watching this, because this is... The book has no story either. It is literally just him writing non sequiturs and gags for, I you don't know, 200 pages. right? And I think that's what a lot of the time I think when you put him in a place where it's like, hey, we don't actually in season 11, we don't really need we don't write Simpsons episodes with plots a lot of the time. Or if they have them, they're very, very loose. So in this case, it's just like, yeah, uh, the Simpsons become rich for a little bit and Burns goes to the doctor and just write a bunch of jokes. And that's what they do.
1: That's true. I would actually be interested in an episode where the Simpsons actually become rich and what they do with the money uh, rather than just uh, being in Mr. Burns's house. I think you're actively becoming sicker as we. It feels like it does. (laughs) Anyway, uh, moving on. Uh, our next joke is Bart snooping around. Uh, he finds a safe behind a painting, and there's just a British uh, uh, beef eater behind it. Don't know why. It just is. Also, the next joke is Lisa finding all the Nancy Drews, including the controversial clue in the clock. Am I missing something in this joke, Robbie? I mean, they
0: they allude to – Lisa alludes to so many swears. Right. Um, there are old A.T. Drew and Hardy Boys books that aren't in circulation anymore because they're incredibly racist. So maybe that's why they're actually like they they didn't want to. I I I feel like that is the joke you go for because that's a true thing. Like they were written in like the the early 1900s, so they had racist yeah. ra- racist stereotypes in them. Um, it, so those books are they still republish a lot of those old books. Except the ones that are incredibly racist. Fair enough. So, and one of the, the very first Nancy Drew book does have uh, the, uh, the word clock in the title. So maybe huh. they, just, they looked at that and went, let's just make a Nancy, Nancy Drew book uh, joke.
1: Well, works for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just didn't know there was some joke I was missing. Eh. Uh, so then <laughs> we see the family riding horses, bikes, and lawnmowers through the house. Homer being drunk, destroying the carpet. Uh, we then go back to a quick scene with mr burns uh where he's uh going filling out his paperwork at the Mayo clinic matt, we find out his social security number is zero 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 two
0: matt did you not yeah. did you not pull cause of parents' death
1: got in my way no, I did not. <sighs>
0: a formal complaint right here.
1: <laughs> I'm pretty sure you get like three of those per episode so if you want to use one of it here, that's fine. I'm absolutely
0: using it's one of my favorite lines from those episodes. it's the thing I actually quote a lot it's a uh, Cause of parents' death,
1: got in my way. Which I mean, does that mean his mother has
0: died since uh, *Home Homer the Smithers*? This this episode functions in the universe where he killed both
1: of his parents at a young age. Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. So, yes. Uh, next, we have the family having dinner at a giant table. That's um, just they're yelling, and it's just uh, you know jokes about not being able to see each other. But there is one good joke toward the end.
3: This all seems a little elaborate for Sloppy Joe's. Hmm. I know what the other 11 forks are for, but what do you do with this one? Why, my, I believe you're supposed to scratch your ass with it. Homer, watch your la, li- Oh, that's a lifesaver.
1: It really is. If you've ever been to a fancy dining uh, establishment and you have the one really long fork, that's totally what it's for.
0: I, I don't know enough to uh, argue with you, so I agree. <laughs>
1: Just trust me, Robbie. I, I know fancy things, and that is definitely what that book yeah, is for.
0: Yeah, absolutely, Matt. You're the first person I go to when I'm asking questions about, you know, seven-course meals and table etiquette.
1: That's true. Actually, you should ask my wife. She's watched Downton Abbey at least a couple times through, so she probably knows all of it backwards and forwards by now. Is that what Downton, is that what that show's about? Is about? Oh, yes. It's basically a tutorial on how to be uh, an English lord or lady.
0: I thought it was, like, about servants or something. <laughs>
1: I mean, there are servants there, too, but they're just there for to be mocked.
0: I mean, that sounds about right.
1: Yeah, it sounds like what actual British nobles would do. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, at this point, they retire after dinner to the drawing room where uh, where Jimmy's opened Mr. Burns' liquor cabinet, and he proceeds to have way, way, way too much uh, – I guess it's brandy. I assume that's what it, the after dinner drink of choice for Mr. Burns would be. Uh, and Then he sloshes it over everyone and uh, goes on a diatribe like you do when you're drunk.
3: Listen, I worked long and hard for this place and no one's going to take it away from me. Not you, not its rightful owner, not anybody. <laughs> and another thing, if I have... Up-
1: so, yes. Homer took one swig or just basically downed the entire giant glass of brandy and then passed out which means homer's been drinking for a long time because i have to assume homer's alcohol tolerance is much much higher than that
0: yeah brandy's not that alcoholic so i don't i mean it it is it's it's strong but homer has done way worse things to his body
1: but yeah exactly
0: i mean he was drunk earlier riding the lawnmower so
1: that's true he just kept up with it mm-hmm. so yes oh goodness uh, so, and the next thing Homer does is to basically call everyone in Mister Burns's address book. He goes into the sauna and just starts dialing numbers. He called the Queen of England. Uh, he calls some sort random of other place. He calls Thailand, just Thailand, and then makes fun of the way they talk because Homer is a racist douchebag. Uh, and I mean, of course,
0: Matt, you're misre- misrepresenting it a little bit. I think. Oh, really? I don't think he's being racist there. You're
1: right. You're right. He's not really being racist.
0: He's He's not being racist. He says that's he doesn't. One, he does not use any. He does not say any Asian sounding gibberish back at him. Okay, which is a number one most racist thing people do. So he doesn't do that. He all he does. He says, like, I'm making a call to Thailand, which for Homer, that's Homer can't name a city in Thailand. So that's good enough for him. Um, It's true. And two, he just says, oh, that's he goes. That's quite a language you've got there. And that's that's a joke about Homer being dumb and not not being able to not speaking Thai. That's not nothing to do. That's not racist. It's not making fun of Thailand in any way. And all Fair it is, it's just making a joke. It, it's a not it's a it's a it is a very short joke where it is like literally it, uh, Homer calling a place. He knows he wouldn't be able to understand the language, calls it anyway and then pointing it out.
1: Yeah,
0: it's very absurd not racist believe me if it's racist i would be right there with you but in this episode is actually if if there's any racism it's later on with the pirates uh oh that's definitely not not this thing this is this is pretty harmless
1: yeah all right fair enough uh but marge comes in to remind homer that he is not a rich man and that eventually he's gonna have to give all this up so what does homer do he decides to have a party Oh you've got to stop pretending
3: this is your house. You're not a billionaire. Gee, way to burst my bubble, Marge. All I'm saying is don't get too comfortable. Mr. Burns will be back tomorrow. Marge, you're right. We do have to have a party. Party? No. No parties. What about partay? No partays. No shindigs. No keggers. No nannies, No mixers. No raves. No box socials.
1: Damn. And I looked so good on that bike. Yeah. It's true. He did re- look really good on that, uh, that giant single wheel bike. Uh, that apparently Homer has, you know, not been fond of in the past. He has come around when it comes to a box social. I think
0: Homer's opinions on any form of party are like Homer himself, mutable and ever changing.
1: <laughs> that is definitely true. Uh um, but uh, at this point, we go back to Mr. Burns. Uh, the Burns decided to te- the doctors decided to test Mr. Burns for everything. Uh, they have him go through a whole litany of tests, some involving his face being sucked into a tube, which is a clip I wish I could capture, but it's it's strictly visual. <laughs> but apparently, uh, six centimeters—that's that's normal. It's quite good, actually. Uh, and then we go back to Homer uh, during these tests uh, to find out that Homer has decided that he's going to have the test. Uh, he's going to have the uh, party no matter what Marge says. So he goes to Mo's for beer, but he can't get any until two PM Uh because yeah, guess Springfield is still uh under the effect of some blue laws. So Mo says, Well, you know, I can't really do anything to for you unless you wanted to go out to international waters where there's no laws at all, which is definitely not true. There are less laws, but there are still laws. And so of course Matt, Homer decides Matt If you're going to ask about me capturing the, when the sun gets to here, we can drink again. No, I did not. No, that's not what you're
0: going to ask. I was going to ask. I was going to say, are you alleging that the Simpsons are misrepresenting the laws about international waters?
1: I am. I am. And I think someone should check with their legal department because that that seems like an oversight that they wouldn't make.
0: I'm fairly certain that the Simpsons are 100% accurate. And if I go out international waters... I can do anything, and it is incredibly legal. It is the purge out there. I can do anything I want.
1: Uh Uh-huh. Sure, sure. That's why I do all my genetic
0: testing out in
1: international waters. Well, that is a good place for that, because those laws are strictly lacking. However, murder murder and thievery are are a different thing. Uh, But genetic testing, especially if you want to give fake stem cell treatments in international waters, you go for it. I'm pretty sure that is not – Uh, Not part of the International uh, Naval Corps. Are you alleging that
0: my stem cell treatments are fake? Yes. Did you have to say it on air? I have a business Uh, to protect, Matt.
1: Thank you very much. I'm sorry, but uh, that's just the way it is. You know, stem cell treatments are fake for now. Eventually, someday they might work, but for right now, there are no proven treatments. The goo I shoot into people's knees works. Don't question it. Sure, Robbie. Sure, sure, sure. So Homer uh, decides that he is going out to international waters on Mr. Burns' boat. Uh, sorry, ship. I believe it is too large to be called a boat. Apparently, uh-huh. naval people get a little uh, upset uh, when you, you call it that. Uh, so Marge, in a last-ditch attempt to stop Homer from doing something terribly stupid, uh, tries to stop them from getting on the boat. However, there are two ways to get on the boat. So she's got to screw They just go around her and get on the boat, and they sail off. And that's the end of uh Act 2.
0: That's the end of that chapter. Exactly. Everyone's on a boat. That's the the, the plot. They're uh, on a boat. The plot of they're on a no, boat. No, 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 Matt, Matt, Matt. No, please. Okay. It is twenty eighteen. <laughs> We're not going to be singing on a boat on our podcast. Oh. Um. So that's what happens in Act in Act Two. The entirety of Act Two. Burns goes to the doctor. The Simpsons get on a boat. That's that's yep. all that happens, and I again I don't mind it that much because I think it's very war well and very funny. So uh, they're on the boat, as we have said. The boat is called Gone Fishing, which is a good name. It's a good name. It's, it's 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 a strong name. Um, we we it is reemphasized that you can do anything in international waters. You can uh, have bull fights. You can also marry cows or bulls uh what's the, there's other things on other boats I can't remember them all they're,
1: they're they they're, they're doing lots
0: of crazy yeah, things yeah they 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 literally just go to the other side on right on the other side of the the border of the US controlled water and then there's just it's the wild west everyone's just doing whatever they want um we cut over to Mr. Burns who is getting his diagnosis at the Mayo Clinic Well, Doc, I think I did pretty well in my tests You may
3: shake my hand if you like Well, under the circumstances, I'd rather not Eh? Mr. Burns, I'm afraid you are the sickest man in the United States You have everything
2: You mean I have pneumonia? Yes Juvenile diabetes? Yes Hysterical pregnancy? A a little bit, yes
3: You also have several diseases that have just been discovered In you I see You sure you just haven't made thousands of mistakes? Uh, No, no, I'm afraid not This sounds like bad news well, you'd think so, but all of your diseases are in perfect balance. Hey, if you have a moment, I can explain. Well, here's the door to your body, you see? And these are oversized novelty germs. Uh, that's influenza, that's bronchitis, and this cute little cuddlebug is pancreatic cancer. <laughs> here's what happens when they all try to get through the door at once. Whoop, 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 whoop. Move it, shout ahead. We call it Three Stooges Syndrome.
2: So, what you're saying is.
3: I'm indestructible. Oh no, no. And in, in fact, even a slight breeze could
0: indestructible. I quite appreciate destructible. I quite appreciate the the cute germs. Yep. It's pretty good. I, I, I again no story here. Just jokes. Fine. That's fine. It's fine. So um Marge and Lisa are cleaning the mansion. Is this when they discover the weird laboratory with the little tiny burns creatures
1: and one Smithers? I and, believe so. Yeah. yeah,
0: one Smithers. I'm. I don't want to know what those are because they're not babies. Neither do those I. are not children. Those are not little. Those are not babies. That one of them talks, Matt. It talks, really. Yeah, it says something when when Marge goes to clean it off. It says something. It says a little like a little excellent or like a little like makes a little noise. It's alive. Huh. That's not like a dead, like, tissue or something, or whatever that is. It's like not, a bitty bee. It's not, yeah, it's it's like Dr. Moreau stuff going on in there. So, um, we get, this is when we get the, the monkey knife fight with Furious George and, what's the name of the other monkey,
1: Matt? No idea. Put it out of my head. Monkeys are evil. Monkeys are evil? Actually, no, no. Apes are evil. Monkeys are okay. But these are apes. Apes are evil. Yep. Why? They're plotting our downfall. Obviously. Oh. They saw they saw what they could be, and they were like, you know what? We need to take take charge. I
0: should have seen that coming.
1: Yep. I I mean, I would say actually, I'm way more afraid of
0: monkeys than I am of apes. Because the tail. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> what? Well, because of the you, tail. Haven't you, you seen them? They, they, what, they gives them an extra what limb, basically. Are you talking it's about? Terrifying. <laughs> what?
0: The tail. What?
1: Well, when you think about it, monkeys can use their tail to use the mouse on a computer, so they can keep both fa- hands on the keyboard at the same time. It's it's evolution. It's no, coming for us.
0: No, it's not. No, the tail is not why I'm afraid of monkeys, man. Matt. I'm afraid of monkeys because they're very, they're they they they're quick to anger. You know that they will attack without warning. A monkey can appear very kind and you know, uh, uh kind of placid, like a like a pet would, and then suddenly they can spring and be very violent and uh, and maim people. And they have it's kind of terrifying to me. Nothing to do with their tails, but I
1: appreciate that is what you're afraid of is monkey tails. Exactly. So, especially uh, the slow lorises, they're poisonous.
0: So the Coast Guard is there, hanging out on the other side of the 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 wa- U.S. controlled water. They're right inside. Are there really buoys the that mark the exit? Or, ever throughout around the entire country?
1: Oh yeah, around every country, uh, there's, there's just, buoys. I yeah. mean, the, the buoy people are doing really well. I mean, they they go down all the time. Hurricanes come through, knock all the buoys down. Someone's got to make sure you know you're in international waters. Bob's buoys. Exactly. He's so, doing... a subsidiary of Bob's barricades. Yeah,
0: Bob, Bob's doing pretty good for himself. He has, he's a barricade, he has land, land barricades and water barricades. He's doing both. Exactly. Double dipping. So Bart uh, decides to tease the Coast Guard a little bit.
2: Hey, Coast Guard, try and stop us now, you lousy Americans. We can't hear you.
0: Come 300 feet
2: closer. Nice try. You're not going to nail us. But we just want to party. Oh really? Then play some rock music. Wow no. Do do
3: do 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 come on boy! The Coast Guard's covering
2: the doom! Who's the
3: greatest billionaire in the world?
0: Are you love? Do 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 do. Do 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 do.
1: They're totally playing that music. They're not. They're not just doing it with their mouths. <laughs> Some Coast Guard acapella.
0: So uh, they're partying. They're taunting the Coast Guard, and uh, and right outside the the buoy line that marks U.S. controlled waters, uh, there are just pirates hanging out. A all I as far as I can tell, all Asian pirates who call Hong Kong their home,
1: uh, aka Hidden Pirate Island. Which no, Hong Kong is a financial center. I mean, if you're gonna go with something like that. There are a lot seedier or ports, but I guess that's just what the writers thought of. <laughs> I guess so. It's the only Chinese city we know.
0: I yeah, I I don't know. Uh, but yeah, this is if you're gonna say anything in this episode is racist. There's a little cool. bit the, the the some of the voices. Uh, definitely one of them is done by Hankusaria. And it's uh, definitely leans a little bit <laughs> to offensive stereotype area, but I don't i i can i can cut them some slack when they are having genuine Asian people do the voices, you know, for characters which they've yeah. done many many times in the past. They've had genuine Asian actors do the voices. In this case, they just have Hank Azaria do kind of a racist stereotype voice. I I, I can't get too upset about because it it's like a nothing character. Like, the pirates exist to merely... To get the Simpsons off the ship. That is that is the only reason that there are pirates. So, the pirates show up. They attack the ship. They put everyone in a net, except for Homer. Uh, Homer tries to save them. Fails. Because it's Homer. Because of Rope Bird and a Charlie Horse. Yes. it's the, And that's the other thing, Matt. That I can at least say this episode does right. This is not... Uh, I've already forgotten the name of that terrible episode. Um, Take My Wife Sleaze.
1: Ugh.
0: You know, if you recall at the end of that episode, Homer is, like, this weird action hero, and he does sword fights with motorcycles and wins quite easily. Yeah. And I feel like this episode, despite it not being about anything, it actually, the characters are true to themselves. You know, Marge is is the her mom self she's cleaning the mansion she's worrying about getting it back in one piece um bart and homer are the troublemakers uh you know there it's there's nothing substantial to any of this but homer doesn't win a sword fight with pirates he immediately loses which i feel That's like true. at least it's character appropriate he gets thrown in the net with everyone else and they are all trapped some party homer shut
3: up net face. Hey, you're in the net, too I said shut up net face. Oh, we're gonna die, and I never tasted cantaloupe Eh, uh, you didn't miss much honeydew is the money melon and now we will cut you loose For liability purposes. It is the ocean that will kill you not us It floats. That was my plan all along. Now relax and the currents will take us home.
2: What about the people on the bottom?
0: They're the greatest heroes of all. Hey, something's clawing at my leg. Okay, it's stopped. I guess Homer's just okay with all those people dying.
1: Yep. That's not him. That's all he cares about.
0: Uh, yeah. It's, and that's... Uh, in an episode that's so... I think in a more serious episode, I would care more about them just throwing like this awful bit about a bunch of people drowning right below them but in this episode like nothing matters um that's true in funny episodes it's not as big a deal right i i i, and I think tonally it fits because this episode is so inconsequential um so i
1: i and honeydew honeydew is the money melon no honeydew is the gross melon if, if any melon is okay and none of them are what it's cantaloupe what none of them Melons are disgusting.
0: What? They're they're
1: delicious and juicy. No, no, they have no flavor at all. What do you- they have flavors? It's subtle and sweet and delicious. No, no, they're Even, not sweet at you all. You don't like watermelon? No, God, a no. watermelon tastes like chalk. What?
0: Matt, your mouth is broken. You have something wrong with well, you. Well, I know that. There's something- a watermelon decidedly does not taste like chalk. Yeah, it does. What you, what you gotta do, man. See, this is the true, true secret of watermelon. You cut a hole in it, you make it a vodka melon. That's what everyone
1: says. Add alcohol to anything, it'll make it better.
0: Mm, I mean, I love regular old watermelon. I don't need alcohol in my watermelon to make it great. But if you want to spice up your party a little bit, you dump a bottle of very cold vodka into your watermelon. Improves it quite a bit. Huh, how about that? Improves the party quite a bit, I would say. Maybe not the watermelon, but... The party, <laughs> um, so they get back. Uh, we don't see it, but it happens. They say so, so it happens. Um, Marge and Lisa have cleaned the entire house, scrubbed it of old man stink, um, which I, I have to say is a callback, right? Has
1: to be, yes. Um, Mr. Bird's lost his fortune.
0: Yeah, so Bird's has returned, and they discover that it's not perfect uh, because the yacht's gone, but. The, the mansion's fine Everything's okay The, the Let's see The price is faz, is not destroyed The coin collection Not put in the Vending machine He The The poor monkey's face Is a Messed up But How did the monkeys Get back by the way
1: I assume the pirates Dropped them off They were it's... like We don't really want monkeys Or maybe they were in the Maybe they put the monkeys In with the people In the net
0: That seems dangerous Having those monkeys In the net with you
1: Yeah They would probably Kill the rest everyone else Because they're <laughs> crazy
0: they have those tails. you've Got to watch out.
1: Exactly. So uh, those are chibs, So those are apes. Actually.
0: Oh, all right. Planet of the Apes. Exactly. Every chimpanzee. Okay. Um, and this is where we get to the other episode where Homer is sad that he's no longer rich. Ah,
2: it's good to be home.
3: Oh, I don't know. After living like a billionaire, this place is kind of a dump.
2: Nah, it's not so bad. Here we can spit on the floor. Bart, stop
3: that. Now, we may not have antique furniture or
2: priceless artwork,
3: but we have everything we need right here. That's right. Just because we're not rich doesn't mean that we don't have... Oh, no, I can't even finish. I want to be rich. <laughs>
0: Uh, And that's how the episode uh, effectively ends. It does continue on with Homer talking about the people, crying and talking about the people in the end credits and talking about how some of them are rich or some of them are not. But that's the end of the episode with Homer being said they're no longer rich, which I understand. It'd be pretty great to be rich. Um, Yeah. And I feel like this is them trying to shorn like an arc into Homer, like it's the, this episode's about like Homer trying to deal with the fact that he's actually not rich. It's not, it's not about, it's, it's about jokes. It's about fitting as many jokes as they possibly can into an episode.
1: Yep. It's an excuse to write jokes, basically. And like you said, that is fine for some episodes, you know, not every episode has to be incredibly heartfelt. I mean, it's better than a clip show. It is it's better than uh, I would say many of the past few seasons
0: episodes that try and have a plot but don't do it well or have a terrible plot that is executed. I assume what they want, but it's a very it's very misguided Allah when you dish upon a star um I will take this episode one hundred times out of one hundred over those types of episodes I think. I think this episode is very funny and I think it it bears a lot of the Schwartzwaldi charm which has worn off in a lot of his more recent episodes the latter the latter episodes after like seasons 9 10 11 so f- the past few seasons the Schwartzwaldi episodes have not been very good uh like the trucking maximum horn drive is a Schwartzwaldi episode and my god that's not a very good episode this is very funny and very well written very clever um and that's what i view it as i don't i don't think it's trying to be anything more than that there is no plot and i'm kind of okay with it in this instance and i feel like for everyone every single person has their own kind of like point where they go i'm okay with this i don't like i can't I, me, myself, I can't necessarily describe exactly why that this is okay and other episodes that are kind of in the same vein aren't as good. I, I feel like it just tonally, it, it it makes itself work. It justifies the fact that it really has no story and no character arc. It is really just jokes about Burns being an old and sick and jokes about, you know, have that... <laughs> jokes that require giving homer a yacht they're like we need homer to have a yacht how would he get one? Uh he <laughs> baby's he house house sits for birds and he uses his yacht like that like it's as simple as that but i still think this is like i would call this good i would say this passes my threshold for
1: good uh, i don't know I, I would say decent better than average really good for this season i don't know if i would go as far as good then well matt
0: We'll have to hash it out later when we rank this episode. I guess we will. I look forward to convincing you you're wrong. Good luck. I mean i f- I do it pretty consistently. I managed to change my mind mainly because I I don't care that much. It's even easier today because you're sick and your immune system is weakened. True. <laughs> so we rank it out at the end of the show. No submissions for this. No submissions for this for my favorite episode. Uh, if you have a favorite, including ones we have, may have missed, send it into our email at mm-hmm. SimpsonsShowPod at gmail.com. And any ones we have mi- that I did miss for any reason, uh, send it in to me. And I'll read it in our holiday mailbag episode, which is coming up pretty soon, like uh, two months away. We'll, we'll be there. We can move on to our next segment. It's time for comments on the news group. Okay, here we are
3: alt.nerd.obsessive.
0: Comments of news group. Is where you come through the old alt alt newsgroup. that TV that Simpsons news group. See what people are talking about a week or two after an episode debuted. What people thought of it and any other interesting notes I could find. Um, I I'm, this may not surprise you, Matt. Wildly disparate opinions. Um, I got one. That's the one
1: consistent thing: a lack of consistency.
0: Yeah, exactly. I have a one of each, one good, one bad. So the first. Oh jeez, this was an instant classic. Finally, Homer is actually seen working at the power plant. Numerous laugh out loud jokes involving Homer's living the high life. Homer was shown as a truly likable guy. I don't know about that. He wants to be rich, yeah. but can't. Burns is great comic fodder, and he's continually getting funner as the series progresses. All of the family was featured in good amounts, which is a change to the Homer-dominated episodes. The ending was a bit surreal, and it took a little away from the episode. Other than that, it was great. A minus. Here we go. The Simpsons is not an absurd adventure comedy, and this episode definitely proves that. I believe Lisa is the only thing, period, that I liked about this episode. For example, it's cute when she holds Maggie and then reads Nancy Drew. Britney Spears was useless. Mr. Burns has turned into a completely farcical caricature. It's completely unbelievable that Burns will let some slob whose identity he can never remember take care of his house. When he's got dozens of cronies and associates, he'd be more likely to leave his house to. There are countless other things... The other there are countless other things that flamboyantly sucked. I don't even know what that means. I imagine even Seinfeld's stories has more point to them than this episode and most episodes of late had utter trash. F. Utter wow. tr- Utter that's, trash. That's really strong. Utter trash, Matt. I would not. That's a little unfair, I think. Um, uh, you mentioned uh rebroadcasting Major League Baseball with implied oral consent, and not expressed written consent. <laughs> So A note. Last week, the major US television networks, including Fox, launched a lawsuit against the Canadian internet company iCraveTV.com for broadcasting their signals over the internet in a similar way the boat with a giant dish was rebroadcasting major league games. Oh, the innocence of 2000. Yeah. Yeah. There's certainly no places you can, you know, find streaming alternatives to otherwise, uh, I don't know, copyrighted intellectual property
1: no, absolutely not. There's no way to get any of that for free ever.
0: I I certainly have not watched sports games that uh required you to pay money to normally view for free. Never have done that. Nope. Or other or wrestling events. Never have done that either. Certainly impossible to find that online. Absolutely. Those television networks, they sure showed that website.
1: They really did. And uh, you know, they've made it so easy and cheap to consume their content that there's no reason to use those kind of websites. It's certainly not getting worse by the moment.
0: Nope. As they sure. as, as the as they divide their IP further and further apart, so that they nickel and dime you more and more. I certainly love. I can't wait to subscribe to fourteen different streaming services.
1: Yay!
0: For six dollars a month each, or ten or twelve, or and then all of them 14.
1: fail.
0: All of them fail because no one will do it. That's it. So thought that was a little interesting. Uh, we can move on to our next segment. It's time for the listener question of the week. Let's try one more number. <gasps> Yellow?
2: KBBL is gonna give me something stupid. Well, hot dog, we have a wiener.
0: Yellow? Our listener question of the week this week is what is your favorite physical gag? That's a tough question. I had to think about it a little bit. Uh, thank everyone who took the time to answer. Uh, first from David Homer falling down the Springfield Gorge, the fall, being brought back up, put in the ambulance. Crash into the tree, and then back out into the gorge the whole time the kids are watching. Um, AJ, does Willie getting axed in the back three times in a single Treehouse of Horror anthology count as a gag? If so, I'm taking that one, especially because Maggie, voiced by James Earl Jones, is one of the actors in question, and it's fantastic. This is indeed a disturbing universe. I. It certainly counts. Absolutely. Uh, First from Kevin, which this is by far the most popular answer, has to be Sideshow Bob and the Rakes. No scene has ever balanced the perfection of going from funny to overlong to funny. Once again, uh, from Chris, Homer making breakfast for Mr. Burns and the cereal catches fire. How is that even possible? Who cares? It always makes me laugh. Uh, Brian, Homer falling to the fire hydrant at the end of the fight and brother from the same planet. That little crack. That little, that little noise. Oof. Um
1: yeah.
0: Jesse, Homer eating chips in the space. A la space odyssey. Very good. Uh let's chat with Revel and friends. Man, getting hit in the grind with football. <laughs> Always a all an instant classic, Someone would say. Uh Daniel, my friend, had to point out the magnificence of this bit to me, but I wholeheartedly agree. The use useless R.D.W.O. bit. Um put out put out APB on use useless R.D.W.O. WO. Better start with Greek town. And uh, ultimately, the chief is talking into his wallet, and the pictures come tumbling out. Perfect ending to a string of excellent gags. Indeed, there's so many like that that you don't remember, and then someone goes, "Remember that?" And you're like, "All right, that's actually brilliant." Um, the professor, yes, I would. Kent, all stone, all stone must take the leap of faith. If you survive this five-story plunge, your character will be proven. Happy landings. I think I have to do it again. My blindfold came off. <laughs> also, great to have you two back. Hope everything went well. Went well enough. Uh, Robert at Barlow twenty seven eleven Australia, America, Australia, America, Australia, America. Punch, punch, punch. Very good. And in w- America, we don't do that kind of crap, <laughs> sir. <laughs> Gregory at GB Freeman. So many
1: rakes. <laughs> Matt, what's your answer? Well. I have two that I can't really pick between but somebody mentioned Homer falling down the gorge. My second one is uh Rainier Wolfcastle in Radioactive Man getting hit by the giant wave of uh, sulfuric acid. My eyes the goggles do not seen. Oh, that's great. It's very good. Um
0: I I thought really hard. I don't again, a lot of these questions like my think my answers would change depending on the day I answer them. But today I'm going to go with Bart gets an elephant at the very end of the episode where they show, you know, Stampy gets accepted into the sanctuary and he's immediately starts bullying the other, el- el- the other elephants. And he's just nice. like, and he's just headbutting them. And like, Marge is like, why is he doing that? And and the elf, the keeper is just like, some sometimes they're just jerks. And they, show, like people. and they show and they show Homer doing the same gag, and it's that cut to Homer also headbutting the the zookeeper for no apparent reason. I that cut is just so good. Yeah. Uh, next week's question: This is one we have definitely done before. Uh oh, just what I need. Really, Harvey? <sighs> oh, Harvey, come here. Let go.
1: Is he torturing the other cats?
0: He's not torturing the other cats. He just has a toy that he definitely needs to be played with in this exact moment. Next week's question, which we have definitely done before, but we'll probably start repeating these questions once in a while because the well's starting to run dry, guys. We've, We've gone through many, many questions. And we have new listeners, people who weren't here for the first time the answer we ask some of these questions so they get a chance to answer and maybe your answer has changed That's also quite possible this week's question is what is your favorite Mr. Burns quote so that's a tricky one
1: there's um, a lot of good ones
0: there's a lot of good ones uh I will post this question on all our social media facebook.com slash the twitter at simpsonshowpod and you can you can email us at simpsonshowpod at gmail.com Matt it is time for our next segment it's time for the no google trivia challenge I am dispersed I am too smart! S-M-R-T. I mean S-M-A-R-R-T! The No Google Tribute Challenge are where Matt and I each challenge each other with three trivia questions. One easy, one medium, and one hard, and try and stump the other. I have a nine-point lead. At about the halfway mark of the season... I'm trying to catch up. I can do it. You certainly can, but will you?
1: Mm, that's the question.
0: That is the question. You ready for an easy question, Matt? Ready. These are all from Star. Ooh, okay. Your easy question why do the kids start playing football?
1: Because they're fat. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> All right, you're ready for I, your easy question. I, I don't
0: know why the way you said that made me laugh so hard. Because
1: <laughs> it was so emphatic. I didn't say they're overweight or they're a little chunky. I mean, Rainier Wolf guys still put the sticker on Bart's butt when his pants break. <laughs>
0: That's very true. What's He's my, fat. What's my easy question?
1: All right. I uh, you've already answered this today, so I figured I'd throw it in here. What is the uh, name Mr. Burns gives to one of the puppies in two dozen and one Greyhounds? Oh, Rory Cohen. Indeed it is. He's always standing. Yep.
0: <laughs> like a little Rory cohen Uh in Bart Star. Bart plays what arcade game?
1: What well, arcade game? Mm-hmm. Uh, Bart Star he plays an arcade game? He does. Oh, yeah, it's, it's what he's uh, playing and Homer comes some quarters and Bart says it only takes dollars. It is. Your memory
0: recall sometimes amazes me, Matt.
1: Yeah. Well, basically, anything that someone says, I can probably remember, but anything that... Um, that somebody... It's like a, an image. I'm just kind of screwed. <sighs> okay, let me think of the game. Okay. <sighs> What are you doing? Sorry, I'm sorry. I'm just tapping my desk. Um,
0: it sounds like an earthquake.
1: Yeah. I'm going to say cat fight. You're right. Yeah, oh, my God. Really? <laughs> I hate you. I know. I'm the worst. All right. Are you ready for your medium question? Sure. All right. What team does the devil say will win the pennant in a century in Bart gets hit by a car? Oh my God. Um, Not for another century. Is it a real team?
0: It's a real team, right?
1: It's a real team, yes.
0: Yeah, that's what I thought. This was 90, 90, 1990, 1991, so I think the 1991 terms. It's one of two teams, I'd have to say. Because if you're going to name one of two baseball teams, that are famously losers, up until this century, Chicago Cubs.
1: Uh, I I figured you would go that way. The answer is actually the Yankees. Uh, really?
0: Oh, I guess. Yeah. In the nineties, in the early nineties, the Yankees were bad.
1: I mean, this was yeah, in the early 90s, this was uh, season two. So yeah, yeah,
0: the Yankees were bad. I would thought it would be the Red Sox, the Cubs, but. The Yankees were bad for a long for a while, up until like the from the seventies until the mid nineties when uh, when they got Jeter and and uh, everything started changing. Um, your hard question, Matt: Who does Homer cut from the football team?
1: You want a list? Yes, name the people, name the
0: kids that Homer cuts from the football oh, team. Oh,
1: jeez. Um, let's see, I believe it's it's Martin and Milhouse and. Uh, Rod and Todd and, uh, one kid. He's like, I like your hustle. That's why it was so hard to catch you. Which one was that one? Um, all the girls. So definitely Janie. Um, I want to say there was a Rudy joke in there somewhere. Uh, uh, at the end he he points. He goes, you, you, and you, (sighs) who, who's to say you, you, and you too? he was like todd and then <laughs> yeah i'm giving up at this point all right that, that that's what i'm going with you I, vo- I hope you remember what i said because i'm not saying it again
0: you got some of them uh and you're also matt your voice is at this point <laughs> my god it's
1: starting to go yeah i know
0: <laughs> uh it, wendell rudy Janie, steven um, the you you that's the you and U are Martin and two other kids, which I think are Rod and Todd. They have their helmets okay. on, so it's hard to identify them. Um, Millhouse is cut later. There's one and very important
1: person you forgot to name. That is Bart. It's Wait, Bart. Bart? Oh yeah, he eventually cuts him. Yeah, I was thinking of just that one scene, but yeah, you're right. Millhouse is not cut in that one scene either.
0: Bart Millhouse is cut when Bart is cut.
1: Oh okay. But all right, fair enough. Bart,
0: Bart tries to quit. He gets cut before he can.
1: Well, yeah, it's true. I,
0: I mean, it depends what version of events you. I it doesn't. Okay.
1: <laughs> what uh, what's my hard question, man? I'm sure I'll get it right. All right, your hard question: How much does Burns want to leave for Bart after hitting him with a car, and Bart gets hit by a car? Oh, nothing. Basically, um, it's very li- a
0: very small amount. I don't even know if it's money. I assume it's money, but it's f- like a penny farthing or some weird thing that only Burns would describe as an amount of money, two bits or something. Um. I remember, you know, Smithers is like, "We should do something." And Brett's like, "I just throw something, throw him uh, something, and we'll, let's keep, let's keep, keep moving." Um, uh, a few pennies.
1: Is that your final answer? That's I, that's all I got. I don't know what it is. Oh, okay. Uh, it's actually a nickel.
0: I mean, I'm only three cents off. Indeed, you are. But two, you are three cents off. Two cents off. I'm
1: nine points behind.
0: No, you're not nine points behind, Matt. You're only seven points behind. So, unfortunately, it means I'm just going to have to be a little bit harder on you. Uh Uh-huh. Sure, sure. I'm very surprised you got Catfight.
1: I got lucky. I just picked one of the games I remember seeing. (laughs) Because I was pretty sure it wasn't uh, My Dinner with Andre, and it wasn't um, uh, the Ungrateful Grandchild game.
0: There was an Ungrateful... I don't even remember that.
1: It's a you have reached the level of Ungrateful Grandchild. Where's my frinky accent? Don't pull it up. no,
0: Matt, we don't need to. This is we we're fine. we're good. Okay. We're good. I don't need that in my life right now. Um we we uh we seven point difference between Matt and I. Now it's a little getting too, a little too close for comfort for my taste. So I'm going to have to be a little tougher on that next time. I was uh-huh. I, I need to be a little bit more stringent about my requirements. I, mean, I got soft in my absence.
1: Need to harden myself. Again. Yeah, because I got the medium question and completely failed the hard question. You gotta be you gotta be tougher on me.
0: I mean, yeah, that's pretty much how it goes. It's absolutely right. We can move on to our final segment. The segment we end every single episode with it is time for best episode ever. Best episode ever. Best episode ever is the part short, sure. Matt. I rank the episodes categorically so watch them chronologically eventually compiling lists of every episode ever. And how good they are. Now Matt. Yes sir. We seem to have difference of opinion about where this episode lands
1: well i don't think we're it's as different as you think it might be because i i mean like you said this is a very funny episode and the more i think about it the more I, I every time i remember a joke it still makes me laugh a little bit it's just kind of the aimlessness uh that i'm not a huge fan of so i mean i'm still thinking like it's it's going to go you know probably i would say above 200 i'm, I'm hoping you agree with me there oh yeah absolutely
0: I okay. was I was looking, I, I'm much, looking at it like I was look, the... much higher,
1: but yeah, I am too. Uh, I just want to make sure. I mean, I was looking somewhere around like the the upper one hundreds. I mean, like, do you I... think it will be? Go ahead. I was gonna say, do you think it's, it goes in the, the 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 double digits?
0: Um, that's uh, that's that's tough. It, it's I'm trying to I'm like I'm looking at other episodes that are in this vein. You know, I I think the the single the highest highest rated pure joke episode we have is bart versus australia
1: yep that's true
0: i think i think i can't i don't think anything above it is not it does like bart versus australia what is the plot of bart versus australia like they go to australia like that's the story they're like yeah bart has the boot and all that stuff but it's inconsequential it's jokes about australia and the simpsons encountering australia stuff that's all it is there's no story there's no character arc in that really bart has pride whatever um and i don't i don't think this episode is better than bard versus australia
1: no definitely
0: not i, I don't i don't think that so that that, that puts it upper that that is a hard upper limit on me but you know it, it is it's the, the the test of this is you know debating how much is a story worth how much are character arc's worth and i know both of us weigh on that stuff weighs heavily on us you know if a story it's why we like The Simpsons, because The Simpsons, at least in the golden years and the classic years, always had a story or largely had a story and arcs connected to all the humor.
1: Um, If it cracks into double digits, it's just barely. Yeah, well, because I was looking at, uh, let's see, uh, Home with the Vigilante is, is something I consider a pretty like joke heavy episode right above that Home with the Clown. Also, Fairly heavy on the jokes, not so much on the the meaningfulness. Yes. And I I would consider this episode, uh, you know, not quite as good as those, but pretty close.
0: Yeah, I I think you're right. I think uh, Bart Gets an Elephant is also another one where it's kind of just wacky adventure fun stuff. It's not really heavy on character arc. I think that's still better than this. Um, I think this little wiggy is at ninety nine. And I think this is better than Little Wiggy.
1: Yeah, I I would I would agree. Um, It's just all the ones right above that. It's like the Springfield Connection, Boy Scouts, in the hood, a streetcar named Marge. Uh, I mm. I think those are really good episodes for the reasons (sighs) that this episode that we're not like talking about in this episode. So it's Uh, it's hard to, um, you know, compare those.
0: mm, I I I would say it's it's not better than a streetcar named Marge for sure. Yeah, I don't know about Boy Scouts on the Hood or Springfield Connection. Like Springfield Connection, I know we both want desperately want good Marge episode, but what's the ending of the Springfield
1: Connection? Everything goes back to the status quo. I mean,
0: it's not, and it's not even that. That's not that, That's not the thing that bothers me. It's that what is Marge's arc in the Springfield Connection? Not much. She be- <laughs> she becomes a cop, gets frustrated because there's crimes everywhere and no one does anything. There's crimes in her own in her own home. She breaks it up, foils foils it, and then has to quit because the her, you know, Wiggum and everyone are just corrupt. And, like, that's not satisfying. That's not a satisfying arc. That's just like, oh, March yeah. doesn't get to feel accomplished in any way, just has to quit. That's not... And that's a problem with a lot of March episodes, and I complain about that a lot. And I, that, it, it, that... It always leaves a bad taste in my mouth, and, it, like, a lot of the time, it, I will just say oh i don't the ending of that is unsatisfactory i don't know if it's necessarily a, like i i would say i think this is better than boy scouts in the hood
1: mm, yeah you're right i i really want to like boy scouts in the hood cuz it's got some good jokes in it but overall it's very it's a very meandering episode and so you know i i can definitely see that
0: yeah it it has the same it's not too far removed from this episode, frankly. Like, it's Bart becomes Boy Scout and Homer goes with him, but they don't have like a meaningful arc. Like, the only thing, the only arc in that is Homer smells food and that saves them. But that's not. He also almost kills them dozens of times, so it's not yeah. like. And, and
1: it's it's supposed to be like a Homer Bart episode where they reconcile themselves with each other, but they don't really. They don't. No, it's they they survive.
0: That's all that happens in the episode. I would say this goes right below a Streetcar Named March. I can agree with that. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for that lovely noise Matt. So that's pretty high. Sorry. That's pretty good for a season 11 episode. Top 100. That's pretty good. I think Mansion family is 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 good. I think it's funny. And I think it's does it have it doesn't have most of the terrible stuff from season 10 and 11 from Scullyers. It has I think largely it's actually better because it doesn't have much of a plot at all. I think the problem with most season ten, eleven episodes is that they try and have actual plots and stories, but the rest of the show is entirely unequipped to deal with it. That's true. And this in like this episode, that's devoid of plot, it it succeeds because it doesn't try and fill up with it. Just is like here's a situation, fill it with jokes.
1: Yeah, and honestly, I kind of wish they would do a few more of these in the, in the current seasons because they seem to be doing not so hot on other stuff.
0: I yeah, I think they would just if they just choose a setting and let there be jokes around that setting without cramming, trying to cram in three different plots or something. I think largely that get get they just gonna get out of their own way. Um, so Mansion Family is number 97 on our list. I'm fairly certain that's the highest-rated season eleven episode, by far. I'm pretty sure. I can't. I don't. I don't. I've been gone too long, but I'm pretty sure there's no other season 11s in top one hundred. Most are way down. And unfortunately, I can assure you that our next episode will not be in the top one hundred because our next episode is Saddle Sore Galactica.
1: Oh God, it hurts already.
0: Tree elves, Matt. Jockeys... And the high-diving horse. Ho- jockeys or elves. Yep. Furious D. It's getting
1: weird, folks.
0: I will say right up the bat, I actively hate this episode. And have hated it for a long time. But we'll talk about that uh, next week. Can't wait. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, you can find uh, this list, our best episode of our list, on our website. com. Links to everything, to our Facebook, to our Twitter, to our RSS feed. Uh, if you'd like to throw us a couple dollars and uh, uh, become a patron on Patreon, we'd love it. We'd appreciate it. Uh, keeps the uh helps helps pay for hosting, which as we now we have the entire back catalog on there, it's uh, a little pricier than it used to be. Um, let's see, I, I plugged all that stuff. Yeah, you can find me online on Twitter at robbie dorman please check out my other podcasts handsome boys comics hour it's about comic books the serif about lots of different nerdy things most recent episode is a book club review of neil Gaiman's the graveyard book which is a it's a lovely book i, I recommend listening and reading that book
1: matt does not participate in social media unless there's a certain level of patreon backer you will not find him that's true uh, more than likely uh, due to sickness I will pass passing in and out of the realm of death uh, over the next few days so you know if you can communicate with the dead pass a message along I'm sure they'll get it to me at some point or another you're fine big baby <sighs> no I'm dying no I am fine I just sound really bad you're fine. I can't breathe through my nose for the next several days probably
0: uh, uh, that'll do it for us today I'm Robbie and I'm Matt and keep watching the Sips <laughs> shh